Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. And as this is our first podcast, we would like to take a few moments to introduce ourselves and tell you a bit about what inspired our podcast and what you can expect from future episodes. I'll go ahead and start. My name is Ryan Cassidy, and I'm originally from California, from the Bay Area, and I've been living as an expat on the sunny island of Bahrain for about 14 years now. And this is where I met Marianne. And I started my career as a teacher, working with young kids. And about four years ago, I started to work more in the arts and angel communication, getting certified in Jikit and Reiki and other therapeutic art techniques, um, specifically a technique called intentional creativity. And that's kind of what I do now. I offer workshops. Um, I have two kids, two young boys, and if you want to learn more about me, go ahead and visit my website at www.ryancassidy.com, and there you can find links to my Instagram and Facebook page. Marianne, do you want to tell us about yourself? Sure. Thanks, Ryan. Um, so my name is Marianne Johansson. I'm from Denmark, and um, I live here now. I have lived many years of my life abroad, uh, but currently I'm living back in Denmark with my two young boys, and I work as a healer, a medium, and a writer. Um, I've always been interested in the stars and the mysterious, and I started getting into energies and all sorts of alternative therapies some 20-odd years ago. Um, so I, I just love nature, and I try to spend as much time as I can there to recharge and find calmness, and also to connect to within, um, which I feel is really important um, to me. So um, you can read more about me and what I do on my, my website at uh, MarianneJohansson.com, where you can also find a link to my Facebook page. So, um, so Ryan, would you like to tell our listeners to what, what inspired this show? Yeah, definitely. Um, the idea for this podcast basically came about from our daily conversations with the two of us. Um, we're forever sharing our views and experiences about um, interesting topics, and we kind of thought that it would be inspiring for others to hear uh, what it is that we share. Um, and we feel that it's a it's a, there's a great need for it right now in the world for positive inspiration and how you can live your daily life. Um, however big or small the, the changes and shifts may be, uh, we think that it's been helping. It's been very helpful for each other. So hopefully it will inspire others as well. Exactly. That's right. Um, we feel it's important to think of the higher good. And, and how we can each contribute to that by sharing with each other, um, especially now where the world is, there's so many experiences around, going around that create fear. Um, so we thought also the concept of finding your tribe also seems very relevant at this time where we gather with people across nationalities mm-hmm. and work titles and official groups. And um, it's like we tend to group ourselves with those who share the same bigger goals. And like if you have ideals for betterment, and we tend to to regroup at this time. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I really like that idea of finding your tribe. I think that would be a, an excellent um, future show episode. Um, mm-hmm. So shall we get into our topic for tonight? The topic is sure. all about self. It's, um, and you know, I love this topic because especially during this time of the year when it's the holidays are coming up, we've got Christmas and Thanksgiving, and we often tend to, I feel, I do, I do at least, tend to neglect myself uh, during this time because I'm so busy. Um, and I do feel that it's an important time of the year to really just reflect on how we care for each other and for ourselves. Um, Marianne, can you kind of tell everybody what you think um, self-love is all about? Sure, Ryan. Um, well, I think, I mean, I think I, w- I would put self-love as the basis of every re- relation we have in this world, whether that's the relation we have with ourselves or with other people, can be the relation with our pet or even material things and how, how we, we interact with nature. But I feel that when you love yourself first in the sense of actually giving love to yourself, then you're able to be more compassionate when uh, you give love to others because then you know how it feels to actually receive love. Um, I'm I'm thinking, have have you ever felt overwhelmed and emotional when somebody has shown you unconditional love? Um, And I could also mention that um, maybe you felt like crying with joy and relief when someone has shown you a loving gesture or affection because it just made you feel so loved and at home. Um, or like if somebody has put a hand on your back, you can just feel like a release. You, you feel like releasing stuck emotions. And it, it's another question I would like to ask is also, have you ever given yourself permission to feel that kind of devotion towards yourself? Do you feel that you deserve love? So um, so when we know how to give our love to ourselves, when we know that we deserve love, then we also know how to give love unconditionally to our surroundings. And maybe I feel in this way we, we could even use our interaction with our surroundings as a gauge of how high or low our self-love is. Um, so we're going to get into ways to enhance our self-love, but uh, Ryan, what do you think are some of the ways that we can actually that actually influence the love we hold for ourselves. Um, I definitely think that one way to honor yourself is to look for ways to heal your past wounds um, and to do so without blame, without blaming others. Um, for example, there if there was a time when someone said something to you like. Um, that really hurt, you know, just real hurtful words that maybe said that you were not worthy of love or you were not deserving of happiness. Those words and those comments can be, whether they're directly pointed at you or passively, aggressively pointed at you, um, they can still hurt. And that sentiment that it brings up lingers inside our mind and our body and it lasts for a long time. So, An example would be if a friend or a parent commented on your weight as a kid and said that, oh, you know, you've gotten so heavy and you've gotten so, um, you've gained so much weight. Those comments, you know, however rational or irrational they are, they do linger and they tend to stir up feelings of resentment in ourselves and the way we relate to others and to other aspects. Um, And so if we spend some time helping ourselves Um, by reaching out to healers 
or joining uh, therapeutic classes, um, meditation, those uh, are different ways that we can help um, honor ourselves. Right, exactly, Ryan. Um, definitely, I, I agree with you with, the, with that words from others can definitely linger on in yourself and it can help to color the, the way that you feel about yourself and your, your self-love and if you feel that you deserve love. Um, I'd like to share a story I have um, which illustrates that point exactly about how voices from the past can, can stick with you. Um, it was about when I was seven or eight years old, um, there was an incident that happened to me in school. Uh, there was this new boy in our class and um, I was secretly liking him. I thought he was really nice. <laughs> but he he didn't show any particular interest in me. Um, and at that time, I hadn't earlier even thought about if others liked me or not. Um, I had never really felt a, a distinct dislike from anybody. I guess I just felt that I was kind of getting along with pretty much everybody in my class and at school. It was a really it was a small school. But anyway, at recess, we were all running around outside playing tag. And I yelled something to somebody and was laughing. I uh, can't remember what I was, was saying, actually. But I turned around, and suddenly this new boy was there. And then he stood there, and he looked me in the eyes, and he said, he said to me, oh, but you're just so dumb. And at that moment, mm -hmm. it, was as, it was as if time froze. I, you know, I felt like I didn't know what he was saying or even why, but it just struck me so hard, mm -hmm. and it, it stayed with me for so many years. This, um, I was so confused why he would think that and say that because um, I, I, I didn't know what I had done that could trigger this uh, kind of comment from him. And I took it as a, as a factual statement about me that I was actually dumb. And I, thought, I felt that what he said was true about me. And, and it just felt like an arrow that just went deep inside me. And it, it actually stayed there um, until recently. <laughs> um, so that's a long time wow. that something can just linger on. Um, did Marianne, how were you able to remove that feeling from you? Like, how did you, how did you do that? Because it obviously hurt. Yeah, it did. It really hurt me, and and you know, it took me so many years. Um, and I think the first thing I had to to do was actually acknowledge the, because if I came into a situation where I, I got that feeling triggered again, I would see this boy's face and I would hear his voice. It was so. It's still like it. it just happened to me now. Um, so I think the first thing I had to do was to acknowledge that that it was still with me. Because um, so, for many years I was trying not to acknowledge it. You know, I was trying to pretend it wasn't there and it didn't mean anything. But it kept popping up in certain situations. So I had to learn to identify the situations that would trigger that same feeling and that image to reappear. And that's when I could go in and, and work with it, you know, to go deeper within the layers of feelings inside. But it took a, a long mm -hmm. time. <laughs> yeah, and I think that trigger um, effect of, you know, revisiting that feeling again, I think a lot of listeners can really relate to that, that feeling of having something that's happened to them in the past come back mm -hmm. just with a small, it could be a, just a small um, comment that someone makes, or it could even be a smell or a, you know, or the, the way something looks, it can really trigger that. And so that was really interesting how you were able to um, to process that and to let go of it. Um, that's beautiful. 
Definitely, um, Ryan. And I also think I want, that, that, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. people are not aware of, of how what they say can affect other people because I'm sure, you know, he probably has never thought of it again. So he, for him, it wasn't um, a, a deeper thing probably. So sometimes we can say things to others then we don't re- realize the effect, um, the extent of the effect. That right. Has. Right. And you didn't blame him. for. I mean, you're not really blaming him. You're... You, you you managed to find a way to help heal that pain that was inside. So that was yeah. that was really beautiful. Um, another way that we can honor ourselves, uh, Marianne, I think, is that we can look at the way we talk to and about ourselves. Um, our mind is a living organism, and it responds to our language. So, I, have you ever you've heard the rice and water experiments that Dr. Masaru Emoto? Uh, he's a Japanese. A researcher, and he did these experiments where he claims that the human consciousness has an effect on the molecular structure of water, and it can react to positive thoughts, and polluted water can actually be cleaned and purified by positive thought and vibration. And so one experiment that was done starts with two jars of cooked rice, and one jar of rice is loved up. It's given sweet talk and it's given positive loving vibrations daily. And the other jar of rice is basically talked down to. It's given that negative self-talk that we tend to do. It's really hated on. And what ends up happening is over time that rice that was given the negative talk, the negative talk was turned it starts to turn black and it starts to mold and the other rice basically has no changes to it so it remains the pure white rice that it started out as and i think that this uh, rice experiment is really important because we can react the same way with our own self-talk the way we the way we talk to ourselves about our looks and our weight and our body image you know Sometimes we tend to say things like, you know, oh, you're so stupid. Why did you do that? And we're talking about ourselves in a really negative way. Um, And that tends to linger in our minds, and it changes our mindset. So the more mindful we are of how we communicate with ourselves, then the more positive we can can move our life in a better positive direction. So I want you guys to, you know, to try this out. Try saying just one nice thing about yourself for three days. It's kind of like the rice experiment, right? So you say three, you say one nice thing about yourself for three days, and then at that night, journal how you felt. How did you feel that day after you did, you said uh, a positive comment about yourself? And I guarantee you that by the end of the third day, you're going to be amazed at how your own self-image has completely shifted. Um, and I think by journaling it, it's a great way to have a record of, um, of your thoughts and how it's affected you. Oh, I love this, Ryan. I mean, uh, that uh, experiment is really interesting with the rise, and, and, and you're making such a, an important point because we sometimes have this tendency to downplay ourselves when, when we talk about ourselves out of maybe sometimes we can fear that we sound too selfish or too... Um, into ourselves, so we tend to go sometimes maybe in the other direction as far as as far as away as we can, almost to divert the attention kind of because um, we don't want to sound like, too into ourselves. 
But um, if we go mm-hmm. too far, we actually end up, we, we could end up saying something negative about ourselves, which we may not even believe when we're alone. But we say it um, in order to to not sound too, uh, too selfish in, in front of others. But, but what um, I think is important to remember is that by saying something out loud, we're putting that judgment out there. And I think that's definitely something to be aware of, um, how we talk about ourselves. Mm-hmm. to ourselves um, and I think also maybe there's a difference between how you talk to yourself or about yourself when you're alone at home or anywhere mm-hmm. in the car where you're sitting your, your thoughts are wandering um, and there's a difference between when your thoughts about yourselves and what you say about yourselves when you're with others I think maybe we, we could um, it's, it's funny to notice if there's a difference there between the two yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that because when I'm alone, I swear I'm like a superhero. I can do anything. I can, <laughs> you know, I have the courage to say anything. And then as soon as I'm yeah. around others, and especially this usually happens at pickup when I go to pick up my son, I'm like, okay, I've got all these positive things to say. And then as soon as I see all these other moms and all these other people there, the like natural introvert in me tends to shy away. And I like completely forget to stand up for myself or to say something, you know, to be included in the conversation. I just tend to back down a bit. I think that has a lot to do with that, you know, paying attention yeah. to how you, you view yourself, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think also, Marianne, I think on our Facebook page, I'll go ahead and put up a uh, link to that uh, Dr. Emoto um, experiment because it's really interesting. I think our listeners would really enjoy watching that. Oh, that's a great um, idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about how we treat ourselves opposed to how we treat others and friends because, you know, oftentimes when I'm with my friend or, or with someone, even with a stranger, I tend to compliment them all the time. I, you know, it's like, oh, your hair looks so good today or, oh, I love that sweater. Um, but we tend to forget to do that for ourselves. Do you find that? Right, I do, I do certainly. I, I do. Um, you know, it, like like but like you say before, when 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 I'm alone at home, also I also feel like you know a superhero. I can do anything, and and I feel you know. Um, but like like you also, when I when I come out, I I tend to um, to crawl back in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. I think that 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 it's easy to talk um, nicely to others, and we we, we do forget yeah, to, it's like to they, ourselves. It's like Right. I, I agree. Um, you know that saying where it's like you treat your, what is it, you treat strangers better than you treat your own family? I mean, I think we kind of do that with yeah. ourselves. <laughs> we treat strangers better than we treat ourselves. Um, yeah. So I think for self, being mindful of, of the way we talk to ourselves is really important. And um, another way that we can honor ourselves is to give ourselves a break, you know, just Give ourselves a break for not being perfect um, and compliment ourselves sometimes, you know, just why, why not look in the mirror one day and just say, you know what? You look amazing. You look fantastic. And really believe that. Exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I've got, um, <laughs> I went to get a cup of tea one day and the, I love yogi tea. And so the yogi tea bag had a quote in it that said, be kind to others, but always be compassionate to yourself. So I thought that that was 
absolutely beautiful. And it was especially during the time when we were thinking of like, what would we have our podcast be about? And what could our first topic be? And I felt like that was such a synchronistic moment right there because, you know, that was exactly what we were thinking about is self-love. And it was just telling me right there, be compassionate with yourself. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, that could even be a good topic for, for <laughs> yeah. another show, the, the synchronicity of things. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, so, you know, and, and I just wanted to say that as women, I think we do tend to overextend ourselves. You know, we, we always are like, got to keep it together, got to keep it together until we can like no longer keep it together. And then we just go psycho on everyone because we're just, we're just too hard on ourselves. And I think we just need to, you know, just take it easy and realize that um, sometimes we just need a few moments um, for ourselves. Um, Definitely. And it kind of right. reminds me of a, yeah, it reminds me of, of something that happened to me the other day. Um, my kids were just absolutely driving me nuts. They were very needy. My little one was just crying and fussing about everything. And my teenager was being a teenager. And, I think I had just gotten to the point where I couldn't take it any longer and I was trying to hold it together. And I mean, this is not a proud mama bear moment, but I completely exploded on everyone. And when I did it, I realized, uh Oh, that was just too much, you know? So in order to, in order to like calm myself back down, I realized I needed to, I was getting overwhelmed and I needed to just take a moment. So I actually, reached out and asked my husband to take the kids for a while, which I never do because I'm like the one who has to do it all. And I went upstairs, I put my pajamas on and it was like 6 PM and I got into bed and I just like turned on Netflix and just started watching some cute show on TV. And I did that for about an hour. And yeah. And after that hour, I was actually rejuvenized and rested. Yeah. I needed that. I needed (laughs) just that time. And that was, Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's good to remember that it's okay to do that because I don't think we Definitely. we think that it's okay. Yeah. We often Definitely. think we have a schedule and we have to keep to it and we don't um, give ourselves that time to just rejuvenate. Um, and we need that. We need that. So, definitely. Oh, yes. Oh, we really yeah. do. Um, you know, I've got a really fun way for us to honor ourselves and it is to, it's by writing a love letter to yourself. Have you ever done that, Marianne? No, I haven't actually. Oh, what a great idea. Yeah. That's, that's it's a really, really, it's good a really idea. beautiful thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. what you do is you just take out a piece of paper and imagine you're writing a love letter to your, like, you know, your, your sweetheart. And the sweetheart is actually you. And you just start complimenting yourself, you know, like, eyes are beautiful, your, you know, your hair, your, you know, you look great, you've got such a great personality, and just really love yourself up, and write it to yourself, sign it, and you can even mail it, and put it in the mail, and then have it delivered to yourself, and whenever you're feeling down, just go to that love letter, and just read it, and remind yourself that you are worthy. I love that idea. Oh, I think I'm going to try that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's I think we should all do that. Idea. <laughs> just, mm, yeah, write yeah. out some love letters. <laughs> I think so. Yep. It's like Valentine's Day. You know, on Valentine's Day, where you write these little, like, cute little valentines to each other. Yeah, we should do that yes. for each for ourselves. You know, <laughs> write ourselves some some love letters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and another way Terrific. to do it is to write some little post-it notes and put the post-it notes up on your mirror in the bathroom. So when you wake up in the in the morning and you see it and it says 
just some really positive affirmations about yourself. Um, it just reminds you to, to set your morning on a good, you know, on a good note. You start out right thinking positively about yourself and loving yourself. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well, let's see. What else, Marianne? What else um, can we do for self-love? Um, well, those are really great ideas, right? Writing the love letter and putting post-its up on, on the mirror so you see it first thing in the morning. That's a, that's a good way to start the day mm-hmm. also. It's, um, I love those ideas. Um, do you yeah, think and it's also important to... Remembering... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say just Go ahead, remembering Ryan. that um, we can we can really love ourselves and our whole bodies and personalities like we would do with babies, like we do with kids, and say, "Oh, you know, you're so cute, and you got such cute nose and cute ears, and you know, really, <laughs> yeah, you know, we can do that with ourselves. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Yes, yeah." <laughs> I think it's really important to get in, in touch with your own body and, and to, to, yeah, like you say, to love it up and, and to notice how what, what gives you a, a physical sense of, of wellness. Like, you know, you could go for a massage or, or, or just lie down like you did with, you know, and turn on Netflix or whatever. Mm. Um, do, yep. You know, um, so you know what actually gives you a sense of wellness physically also. Um, um, I, I, going back to, you just mentioned, that what we do to babies and, and our children oh look at the cute toes and everything and you know I think it's also it, I love that and it's it's also I like to remember um, to praise children for their personality also um, like when mm-hmm. they have acted in a, in a kind way um, towards a friend or a stranger or, or if they have shown compassion towards somebody or empathy when they're watching a movie and their eyes just tear up and fill up with tears and oh, yeah. you know so so notice these things and, and really um, comment on them and, and, you know, let them know that, that it's it's good um, to have all these emotions. And so they feel that every any emotion they have, it's okay and their their personality is good also, not not only uh, also their body, that they get a, a healthy body image, yeah. but also that, that they know that personality is also, uh, that they become aware of their Definitely. reactions. Definitely. Um, yeah. I love that. That was too that's really important. Um, mm-hmm. We've only got about two more minutes left, but I wanted to mention uh, the last, kind of the last thing that um, we can do for ourselves, and it's related to the Reiki principle number five. Um, in Reiki, we say just for today, and then it, we have principles that go after that. So Reiki principle number five is just for today, itoni shinsutsuni. Remember, so it's to be kind. Yeah, be kind to ourselves. Be kind to others, but also be kind to yourself. And I think that it, you know, really, it just takes one small act of kindness towards ourselves to create like a ripple effect in accepting love into our lives. And by recognizing Mm -hmm. that we're deserving of that love and happiness. That is such a beautiful principle, Ryan. Um, You know, and it's true. uh, With your awareness, it's something you can actually apply to your everyday life. Um, and um, it kind of makes me think of a quote that I heard, um, and it's, it says, uh, "Love yourself first, and everything falls, everything else falls into line." And you really have to love yourself mm-hmm. to get anything done in this world. And um, it's actually a quote and some universal wisdom here, I think, <laughs> said by uh, the legendary Lucille Ball. So I thought that was. Oh, I love her. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Well, um, I just wanted to say that. Um, Thank you to the listeners for listening to us. You've been listening to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. 
and I'm Marianne Johansson. And we're hoping that you'll follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us at Inspirational Living Podcast. And if you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Um, so please email us at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. And we hope that you'll tune in to our next show, which will be next week, um, next Tuesday from now. So just to recap quickly on things that you can do for improving your self-love, um, write a love letter to yourself, put up some post-it notes in the bathroom uh, with positive affirmations about yourself, take some time for yourself and, and do it without guilt. And remember to be compassionate with yourself and your mistakes. Um, also try complimenting yourself at least once every day and try it for three days. See how it makes you feel. All right, we'd like to leave you with a reminder. Go ahead, Marianne, sorry. I was just going to say that life is all about balance. So, so it's, a good, it's good to keep, keep the balance of giving to others and giving to ourselves as well. It's really important to remember. So, Definitely, definitely, Marianne. Well, I think we, um, we'd like to leave you with a little reminder that um, it's a quote by Rumi. The inspiration you seek is already within you. All right, good night, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Good night.